right, all right. Join the Journey family, friends, and guests. You're listening to Join the Journey podcast with your host, Emma Daughter. Thanks for joining. Today, we are reading Ecclesiastes 11, and I am in the podcast studio with Faithful Watermark member, Justin Dalton. Howdy, howdy. Justin, it's good to have you here. We just met this morning. That's right. Um, So I would love it if you would just share a little bit about yourself and what God's done in your life. Awesome. Uh, Yeah, I guess my personal story, it's a a story of sanctification, and it continues to be that. I I came to know Christ um, when I was about 12 years old uh, through my grandfather, and um, it was a wonderful uh, moment in my life, and and I've seen God do wonderful things through my family and my mom specifically— um, but I, I wandered quite a bit. Mm. I, uh, I went the way of the world um, from about the age of 16 through uh, most of my time in graduate school. Uh, but thankfully, you know, the foundation had been laid and it was, it's the cornerstone was set and God kept chipping away at mm-hmm. my walls that I kept trying to build up. And he took me across the country and led me through many times of loneliness and, and periods of struggle. Mm. Um, and ultimately took me back to Dallas, um, where I met my absolutely amazing wife, Anna. Shout out, Anna. Yeah, she's awesome. But honestly, it, it just makes me so thankful for having a wise wife um, in my life who really pursues Christ. And I can look to as an example to help me grow in my mm-hmm. own faith. Um, and so I have a wonderful community group that surrounds me and helps me grow each and every day. I get to shepherd two community groups right now. Um, nice. absolutely love this church and everything that they've done for me and just to help me grow in, in Christ. It's been awesome. And Justin, what do you do for work? Yeah, I'm a scientist. Um, Pretty cool. It's okay. You know, we got to slip that in here. <laughs> yeah, so I work for a company called Illumina. We do uh, some DNA sequencing stuff. So, um, yeah, it's fun. I manage a team my of head. scientists. Um, and you do science. It's all nerdy stuff. But yeah, but it's it. cool. It's unique to you. It is. And I love it. Justin, I know something else unique to you is that you love Ecclesiastes. I so, do. so why are you excited to study this book? Yeah. So I have to say, this is a very, very important book to me. It's a wonderful book. Um, I must admit that long ago when I first read this book, I really wrestled to grasp the true beauty mm. uh, of the book itself. Um, but it's really weird because it kept drawing me back. And I think partly because it's very unique. It's mm. a very unique book in the Bible. Um, initially, I felt fairly negative and pessimistic, you know, about the book. And I think that's kind of what the teacher is teaching us in Mm. the book. But honestly, you know, getting through it, I would encourage anybody to read it and listen to the honest way that really the teacher is tearing apart a lot of our own false hopes and our idols that a lot of us place our significance in. Mm -hmm. Um, And for me, it's a personal favorite of mine because I think on a personal level, it really helped me to identify and tear down a lot of what I was placing my own value in. and, And it helped me kind of remove those obstacles that were preventing me from seeking true happiness and fulfillment in God and in God alone. Hmm. Well, Justin, I love those those takeaways. And as I sit here and listen to you and can see you, I can see on your face how passionate you are about this book and how much it means to you. So I'm excited to hear really what you learned from chapter 11. And I know you specifically noted two major movements yes. in this chapter. Would you walk us through those? Yeah. So, I mean, the chapter itself is is pretty simply broken into and kind of the two major movements, right? Mm-hmm. Verses one through six really 
I think has us wrestling being comfortable in the uncomfortable. You know, we should use our time wisely, invest in many ventures. Um, but really, I think the key point here is not worrying about the outcomes or the plans or the purposes for our lives, really leaving that into God's hands. Um, it says in verse five, right? As you do not know the way the spirit comes to the bones in the womb of a woman with child, so you do not know the work of God who makes everything. It's okay to acknowledge that our perspective and our understanding is limited and, and really woefully in, insufficient to fully comprehend God's plans and his purposes. So really what we want to do is not focus on the outcome, um, but honestly, we should seize every opportunity with a, a spirit of trust, knowing that it's God-directed um, and that we should have the faith and enthusiasm to to move in his ways. Mm, that's good. What else? Yeah, so just to continue on that thought— um, the other thing that kind of sticks out to me in this first, first movement, um, it's almost as if the kind of the colloquial saying of paralysis by analysis was taken right out of mm. verse 4. Uh, so you see here it says, you know, waiting for that perfect condition or the opportunity leads to inactivity. Mm. Um, how many times have I failed to share the gospel or missed out on an opportunity because— for me, it wasn't the right time. Yeah, and it I, wasn't perfect. Exactly, and I said that to myself, like, oh, is you know, maybe that's this so real be for tomorrow, tomorrow, or, yeah. or another time. So, really, I think the this first movement really pushes us to take that first step. Uh, just trusting God's got the rest of it. It's good, Justin. Yeah. And then, what about the second movement? Yeah, so the second movement is really verses seven through ten. In this part of the the or the chapter, we're really encouraged to enjoy and celebrate and be cheerful during our short time here on earth while remembering that it is only temporal. Mm-hmm. Uh, time marches on regardless of us, and, and we shouldn't waste that time that we have. Um, we shouldn't, you know, let our years be riddled with anxiety or worry or about what's to come or what has passed. Instead, we really should use our time wisely with joy and purpose, being intentional to walk in God's ways. So as verse put or as verse eight puts it, so if a person lives many years, let him rejoice in them all. But let him remember that the days of darkness will be many. All that comes is vanity. Hmm. And so, you know, for me personally, you know, it just it it's always moving forward, keeping God at the center of it and just trusting that, you know, enjoying what I can enjoy, mm-hmm. but not letting the world weigh on me Mm -hmm. and just keeping pushing forward, um, knowing that he's in control. Absolutely. Uh, Justin, I think maybe, and this isn't a question we prepared, so if I'm catching you too off guard, we can nix it. But I think maybe because you're a scientist, you probably bring a unique perspective to the book of Ecclesiastes. Do you think there are certain elements or themes that uniquely stand out to you because of your perspective as a scientist? I would say as a scientist, I I think this book made me wrestle a lot with, as a scientist, I always want to know. I mm. want I want to know everything. Um, sure. I study everything. I want to find the root of everything. Um, and I think as a scientist, one of the things that everybody can kind of relate to is whenever you unco- uncover one answer, it typically opens up another, you know. Set of questions. Set of questions. Like many, many more questions, mm. right? And then each of those questions, right, when you find an answer, like, the questions are unlimited. Mm-hmm. Like, they, they just, they never stop. And I think, for me, Ecclesiastes gives me a lot of peace, knowing that I'm never going to know it all. Mm-hmm. Um, and it really doesn't matter. 
Um, it's not saying that it's not a worthy endeavor and that I sure. shouldn't pursue that, but it's saying that like all of, I shouldn't try to control it. Yeah. Um, do what I can do and enjoy it, but it's going to come to an end eventually. And it's nothing compared to eternity with God. Mm, that's good, Justin. Anything else you'd add in regards to application or do you feel good? I feel really good about it. Um, yeah, I. it's a book for me that I just, I hope everybody finds, just look deeper into it. Um, mm-hmm. It's it's hard to read. It's filled with negative kind of connotations and it, and it seems pessimistic. But I think sure. if you cut past that, you can really see and find the true meaning behind it. And it's it. It's full of wisdom. It's really cool. It's good, Justin. Thank you for being here. Friends listening, we are loving studying the book of Ecclesiastes together, but we're also getting ready to move on to Song of Solomon, which is a very short book. It's a book we pull a lot of dating jokes out of or horrible pickup lines that Christians or really anyone should never use. It's going to be a fun time. Be thinking about who you can invite to read Song of Solomon with you. And as always, I'm so glad we're all on this journey reading the Bible together. Hey, we want to thank you for listening and we hope you enjoyed the episode. Did you know that you can help support Join the Journey by rating and reviewing this podcast? And if you're willing, we'd love it if you subscribe, because the more you download, the easier it will be for new friends to find the podcast.